perfectly generic podcast contains spoilers, occasional adult language, and Calder. You've been warned. This show is supported by listeners like you on Patreon. We'd like to thank the following Crocker tier patrons for their generous support per episode. Isaac Alexander, Reed Umienko When They Cry, Bokind Abstrata, Justin Cope, Riglo, Lily Bloom, Big Boss Did Nothing Wrong, Gumba Masta, Artemis Ruby, and Alex Laporte. So, uh, here we are, and um, you may have noticed that I am your host, Aisha Yufara. I'm here with my good friends. Why don't you guys introduce yourselves? Um, Sparrows. Uh, I'm Ostinato, Vast Error, but you already knew that. And um, Heather, I think that your audio might have gotten eaten up, so... Is it better? Yes, yes, much better. Okay, so we are here, and uh, I guess we'll do This Week in Vast Error, which was uh, the new Flash dropped. It was pretty cool. Yeah. I yeah, just watched five it today. Of waiting. How are you guys feeling? Pretty good, honestly. I we've definitely been trudging on it for a long time, so it's great to finally have it out. Yeah, when did you guys start work on it? Uh we started work on this thing like uh I think it was like the end of May, like the twenty seventh or something. So we've been working on this bitch for like uh five months and some change or Jesus, so. Jesus, that's yeah. It's a lot of Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot, yeah. Uh, who all, like, so how many people worked on it? Um, I think uh, the base members, obviously, like me, Heather, Zam, were the biggest contributors. But we also had a lot of uh, guest artists come on for this one, uh, specifically for backgrounds. Because backgrounds are the bane of Zam's existence. And that's also why uh, S-Engage took so long to produce. Because it was just a bunch of fucking, like, monochrome backgrounds over and over again. So we just decided to cut the middleman and go for broke with a bunch of nice nice fans that we've worked with in the past yeah i know a little bit about that (laughs) um that's that that's wild to me that zam hates backgrounds because all of the backgrounds that zam has done for me have been incredible i know she's like she's so good at it (laughs) it's just incredible in general like she could love or hate something but she'll still churn it out with like godly precision yeah god i remember when we saw the dave like the dave backgrounds we're all just like yelling (laughs) they're so good yeah i i like specifically remember when she showed them to me for the first time and i was just like this place is so goddamn orange it 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 appeals it appeals directly to my sense of texan discovery (laughs) 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 yeah we all got one of those deep down um yeah it was very orange so it's definitely a thing that it was so you guys how like describe the process of this like i don't i mean i make a comic now but i've never made an animation i and um yeah also this this me hosting is like I'm like pinch hitting for Kate, so I don't have any notes or anything. So this is just going to be a disaster. It's okay. I mean, it's fine. It's not like we haven't handled disasters of this caliber before. Yeah, it's true. I I'd actually like to run through the process if that's cool with you. Yeah, also. go for it. Yeah, that's fine. You're the artist here. Yeah. So we actually this was our first um, song that we've made a flash for, where the song was made 
first specifically for the flash with, with it in mind so like some i don't know like a year ago honestly when was volume four released uh volume four was released yeah it was exactly on october 31st okay. 2018 but this yeah. song was technically in the works like all the way back since sortier uh for end of act one i know pn like came to me uh when that was being made and he was like wondering about what was going to be done for end of act two especially because like he he heard about some stuff before then and i promised him that he could do the music for end of act two so pandora was basically just me uh filling my end of the bargain yeah so so what we did initially is me and austin came up with a plan all the way back then on what we knew was going to happen in the end of Act 2 Flash, and we provided that very basic outline to PN, and then he wrote the music uh, in coordination, like, back and forth with Austin um, to, to make it fit that outline we wrote. So then when it was time to actually start production on The Flash, we went back to that and revised it. Me and Austin sat down for, like, a couple days and just, like, planned out to all the beats of the music every little point of what was going to happen and then we gave that um to start the storyboarding boarding process with which was split up between me zam and uh hallie and we all had different sections to board based on that original outline <laughs> and that took a little longer than we had originally hoped it would but uh still once that was done everything kind of kept moving pretty smoothly um, from the board, we had a shot list that outlined every shot we needed, how big to make the files, like what layers to put in it to make the animation easier later. So we could like mark what was done and what wasn't. And uh, we divvied up the assignment on who was going to draw what as we were going. Well, it turned out great. And I had no idea what was going on. But that's because I had not read it in a while. <laughs> and I had to like go back and be like, oh yeah, all right, I remember. Uh, you just filled me with dread and then just like all eat out. Yeah, for five whole yeah. months. Cool. I love that. Uh, that tends to happen with like Homestuck flashes in general anyway. Like I think vast error flashes tend to be a bit like smoother and like I guess a bit more paced, but like all homestuck-esque flashes in general are just like this like cavalcade of information tossed at you that's very hard to retain without watching it multiple yeah, times I mean, well, andrew definitely got better at visual storytelling as the comic went on and i think you guys are pretty good i didn't really have trouble following any of the other um flashes oh i guess that's because i if i was confused i would just come to you and be like what the fuck but um uh, I liked Elsie's portaling. It was good. Portaling. All the portaling she did. Yeah. You know. To the to the limp biscuit fuckhouse. Oh my god. <laughs> also, like, um, my question is, who is a uh, white hair boy? Because mm. inquiring minds want to know. Uh, he's a secret boy. Yeah. The secret boy. <laughs> I want to see secret boy. He, he's new. He's the one character Austin managed to not spoil ahead of time. <laughs> I'm so excited for this secret boy. Uh, I'm going to ask for what his name is when we're off air. I can give him to you. We got concept art. Oh, sweet. Um, also, I'm glad that uh, Edelon can still get it, as I've said before. 
uh, still creepy. This horrible, this horrible lanky man slinking around and tossing girls into yeah. portals, taking their <laughs> taking their moms. Yeah, that's that's what everybody wants, right? Is it just me? No, it's not just you. We're in solidarity <laughs> here. I'm shaking your hand currently. <laughs> me, Austin, clenched hands emoji, trash boys. We were actually. We always end up tending to talk about Edelon at some point or another because he doesn't stop from being important. Uh, we were talking about him today uh, with D, who was uh, staying with us uh, after our big trip to see yeah. you guys at the PGP live show, which was great, by the way. It slapped, yeah. Uh, we were talking uh, with D at a Taco Bell about the sliding scale of like uh Edelon-esque characters. <laughs> you yeah. mean Cometa fucker? Like Cometa type fuckers? Uh-huh. Yeah, no, you see, uh Edelon does fit the Cometa character archetype, but there's a sliding scale where Cometa is at the one end, and on all the way on like the other end is the uh surprise guest of the Cometa character type, which is Anakin Skywalker. Oh and Edelon's in Edelon's like in the middle of that. Yeah, realm. I feel like that. And then on the other side is Akechi. Oh God. Yeah, from Persona Five. <laughs> yeah, Akechi's like, oh fuck that guy. He's not even hot. <laughs> like, I, I'm sorry if you're if you're that kind of boy, you have to be like a little bit good looking. I guess like, I feel like that Edelon also has like Dio Brando energy, a little bit. I'm not a JoJo head, so I can't necessarily, like, go into this with, like, facts. But he's definitely not that built, and I wouldn't call him a sexy vampire. But I do like the idea of Edelon saying, oh, you're approaching me. <laughs> it was me, Edelon. Um, I don't know. I guess they just have, like, a similar, like, slinking nature. I don't know. I guess we I haven't really seen Edelon do anything except like some physical comedy and throw somebody in like a hole, but whatever. He projected on he projected in front of Serpes and then he fucking uh went onto their couch to assert dominance. I'd say that's like the best thing he yeah. could do. And didn't she shoot a bunch of nails at him? Yeah, she shot some nails into his hand as a yeah. warning. Now he's got a stigmata. Well, Aisha, I, I will let you know not to worry. There will be plenty of more Edelon in the yes. future. And he will do many more Good. things. I like I like people that do things. Anyway, um, Calder <laughs> showed up for literally 20 seconds, maybe less. As, as he deserves. As he, as he should. As his right. And Murrit was barely in it, too. Murrit was just, like, sad in the beginning, sort of, right? Yeah. yeah, we had plenty of Mert in the lead up That's to the true. Flash, so we, we know what Mert was doing. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, I did like the amount of Elsie, and I liked um, Taz's, like, vibe check. <sighs> I was so proud of that transition, still. Yeah. I, I love the, the Elsie and Taz switching. All the comments, like, there were some comments I was reading that were like, I don't fucking know what this is! Is this Homestuck? Yeah. Technically, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. <laughs> It's it's within the realm of Homestuck. It's a it's a part of the Homestuck cinematic yeah. universe, but it's like a it's like it's like a parallel universe. It's the it's the vast error universe, but it's another universe within the Homestuck extended it's, universe. It's like a it's a big egg that you cannot get into 
and you cannot break. It's like Alternia, but worse. Somehow. It's, I, I mean, like, I, literally a week ago, I could have made a joke that was like, it's like Homestuck 2, but I can't make that joke anymore. Yeah, no. Because now <laughs> it's here. Now it's here. Like, people have been doing, people have been doing, like, oh, Vast Errors, Homestuck 2 jokes for, like, fucking years, and now they're like, oh, Vast Errors, the real Homestuck 2. Homestuck 2 doesn't actually matter, and it's like, would you please would you please stop saying mean things about my friends yeah i mean like so f- i mean so far to be fair homestuck 2 doesn't really matter much because it is literally just dirk strider like talking to himself and eating his plants but like but you just started that's true uh yeah so hopefully we'll be able to catch up with you guys on relevance yeah i mean for all intents and purposes like we've also kind of just started yeah so yeah Aw, we're all in this together, mm. as a uh, Zach Efron told us. Yeah, I have that on a note written on my wall, and I look at it and I make out with it every day. Uh, <laughs> the something that says we're all in this together. Oh, yeah. cool. Well, yeah. hope that's good. Hope that works for you. <laughs> yeah, thank yeah you, it does. Yeah, I get some of the energy from it every day, and it's the only thing that pushes me out the door <laughs> thank every you, morning. Zephron. God. <laughs> um. Anyway, so what do you guys, when is the next update? Uh, This upcoming weekend. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah, uh, we've got some post end of act two content that's going to be like 75 to 100 pages and it's not really connected to any act. And then we have intermission two uh, coming uh, either 1218, which is one of the vast error fucking meme numbers, and if that oh, doesn't really? pan out, then I'll... Yeah. It's my dad's and birthday. That... Oh, really? Yeah. Damn. Man, vast error shares a lot of, uh, a lot of relevant dates with uh, cool people, like uh, My Chemical Romance got back together on uh, Halloween, which is the LC day, and they broke up on 3-22-2013, which is the other big Vast Error day. So I believe that Vast Error is actually the thing that brought My Chemical Romance back. Uh, you're welcome, emo kids. Yeah, you guys, you should put them in the comic. Oh, I plan to uh, at some point. Just email Gerard Way, because he writes comics. Do you think we could get him to cameo? Can we get him to like write a vast era version of like a paradox space comic or you something? Should, yeah, you should get uh your people to call his people. Okay, Heather called Gerard way. Okay, I'll I'll put it on my calendar. <laughs> God, I wonder if like I always like when I'm thinking and I'm like, who do I know who knows someone who knows someone who knows Gerard way? <laughs> Probably the closest I could get would be Dante Bosco, who knows someone who knows Gerard Way. But, I don't know. Stranger, I mean, like, stranger things have happened, let's be honest. I did get Dante Bosco to come onto a stream and say, there's a gay snooze button? <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway. Uh, what was your favorite part of The Flash, Heather? Oh. Um, that's hard. I, I think... Actually, still my favorite part is probably the shift in the Oseus section, because it's incredibly fun looking, and I just, I love the style shift. You mean from, uh, in the Oseus section, when he goes into the- Yeah, like migraine mode, and the colors change, and it gets all scribbly. 
Yeah, I loved that. I was in migraine mode yesterday. <laughs> um, and what about you, Austin? Uh, I think my favorite shot is probably the one uh, during the dismiss segment when we uh, zoom into Forkus's literal mind's eye and we see all the different mind bubbles with uh, past panels in it before we zoom in on Dismiss's land, partially because there was a lot of setup involving that scene where I had to pick like all of these like important uh, panel choices to hand to Zam and frankly we didn't know how we were going to animate it for the longest time uh, so we had to look up to uh this one scene during the doc scratch uh section before oh. cascade where we got to uh see how andrew kind of ended up making those like really fast like mind flaying gifs yeah i mean yeah if if you want to look at somebody who can do speed like everything he did was like about speed yeah yeah and like god this is something that like always weighs on my mind but like man we are never going to be able to replicate that kind of thing and i kind of uh it kind of like shocks me when people think like why doesn't vast error update like twice a day every day with multiple panels and it's like you guys aren't crazy people (laughs) yeah i got shit to do man andrew literally did not do anything but work on Homestuck like for years. Yeah, it's just it's not possible to yeah. recreate that kind of thing unless you have literally nothing else to do. I do not recommend. Like, yeah. I I work too much and I could never do anything like that. Oh yeah, same. Like I do spend a majority of my time working on Vast Air and even then like especially when you're like working with a team that kind of environment like is just not feasible. Right. I mean, also, like, you guys, like, keep each other from overworking. Like, if I was, if I'm just working on my own, I, like, have trouble moderating, like, but then if I have a team relying on me, I'm like, okay, guys, don't bring yourselves out. Scope creep. Watch out. Be careful. Like, I don't know. We keep each other honest and we keep each other from, like, burning out. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, it's, uh, I forgot. <laughs> I forgot what I was going to say. Yeah, burnout. Yeah, yeah, fun. I mean, it's like it's making stuff is stressful on its own. And then showing stuff to people is another kind of stressful. Oh, I, I was just going to say that I, I don't think I would want to be updating that fast that often. Because like as nice as it is to be continually pushing out content, um yeah you are gonna burn yourself out really quickly and also like you need a break sometimes just in general like i don't care how much i love what we're doing and i enjoy doing it sometimes i need to just like sleep a little yeah i i need like variety in what i do so i'm really glad i mean i have the three what pumpkin projects i work on but then i have a bunch of other stuff i do too which Mm -hmm. helps (laughs) yeah yeah I also don't think that, uh, like, that super-duper fast update speed really works in your benefit unless you either know everything that you're going to do or you know nothing about what you're going to do. Otherwise, you can end up with just, like, a bunch of little details and ideas and stuff that you just haven't fully formulated, and then you're just kind of stuck with them unless you just go back and 
fuck with anything that you've already done, but nobody really wants to do that. Right. And I mean, Andrew's a genius. Uh, I'm pretty sure he is. Uh, and I'm just, like, a normal person. <laughs> like, I'm just out here vibing. I'm just gaming. So, uh, should we take some listener questions? Or whatever? We should. Let yeah. me fucking i just thought about that i was like hmm, maybe i should find out if there are any listener questions because i literally found out i was doing that this like a couple hours ago so okay what was the what part of uh this is ghastly giffen on twitter um what part of the flash was most difficult to animate slash compose austin already talked about that uh that shot with dismiss and forcus we definitely had a hard time figuring out how to do that for a while uh I was just going to say, uh, if I recall correctly, I think it was the shot, uh, just the general section with Elsie in the Northern Waste. It's a pretty simple scene, but we had to go through and do like a lot of different uh, timing bullshit with exactly like how it worked against the music. And there were almost some like shots that were left undone. Uh, it was partially because uh, uh, Kohi, uh, our animator, and the guy who made Homestuck2.com, by the way, check it out uh he uh was working on like an outdated uh version of the storyboards so we had to go back and like give him the current updated version and then uh fuck with it accordingly so it took uh i think it took like almost five tries to get it to where we wanted it to actually be in the final flash so it might not be like the hardest part but it was definitely the most time consuming section of the flash I really liked the part with Elsie and the wastes. I thought the, that was really cool. I like that little shiver she did. Yeah. I thought it was cute. It's cold. Yeah. She doesn't got no sleeves. I know. Gosh, girl. No sleeves, nothing on her stomach. Come on, hun. I, I had fun uh, boarding that part, too, because that's one of the segments that I did pretty much uh, all on my own. And I, I think the very last part of that where she's like leaving the wastes and she steps through portal to portal and then ends up in the the desert. I had a really hard time figuring out how I wanted that shot to look in in the boarding process. I I could not figure out what I wanted to do for like two days. Be like that sometimes. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's funny. It's like when I'm writing, it's like I'm doing something and I'm like, nope, this doesn't work. This is wrong. This doesn't. Oh, okay. There. That works. That feels better in my brain yeah okay uh there's just like a lot of the same question like what was the best the best thing to work on yeah Uh, to be completely honest like unless you're asking about the content of a flash there's really not much to ask about like the production after you know what's going on with it yeah well and especially because a lot of these questions would be better answered by zam who did still a majority of the drawing for the final product and then like Kohi and Joy who did all the animating like me and Austin can't really say what was difficult to animate because we didn't animate yeah we mostly like me specifically at the very least like me and Heather just handle the like production of the way things are supposed to go and we hammer out all the details and stuff and then from there the artists kind of take it and make it into a reality with our input and like critiques and nitpicks until it's just nice nice golden brown so we can put it into the flash oven yeah i mean it's i still haven't had the experience of writing something and then seeing it in an animation form uh i mean i i see like the 
little animations we do in past requests and stuff, but I still uh, I'm looking forward to having that happen maybe someday. Oh, how about <laughs> from uh, J.R. Hyde? What just happened? A lot. Uh, Read the comic sometime. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay, how about from Lyric Hartwell on Discord? What inspired the designs of the new denizens we saw in The Flash? Oh, that's a Heather question for sure. Um, well, all of the denizens, I I've had all of them designed for a while. It's just a matter of when you finally get to see them in the story. But um, pretty much all of them are just... They're kind of random. Like, I take the, the concept of the aspect and... Uh, use that color scheme generally and then i kind of just come up with something that i think is uh interesting or at least vaguely indicative of the aspect itself i just want like a nice variety of weird creatures yeah i i did i really liked um the creatures on this one they were very good i love a good creature um how about this Oh, Banna says Calder did nothing wrong. That's not wrong. true. That is that is completely untrue. That man told me that I had dry ass lips and I did not have dry ass lips. Hmm. Well, I mean, you heard it here, folks. Austin does not have dry ass lips. I don't. That quote, uh, that quote from the High School Musical movie that I kiss every day can also attest to this. Hmm. 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 Page unresponsive. Shut up. Oh, okay. That's a good question. I like that one. Yeah. All right. Here from Cassander at Girls Zone on Twitter. Um, always a good zone. Asks, what has been the best and or and or hardest part about working with such a talented and diverse team? I guess like the classic question. What's it like working with your with a team? Sometimes it's hard, you know, coordinating <laughs> things and dealing with so many people. But, you know, at the same time, being able to have so much help and uh, people that are fun to be around and I, I genuinely enjoy working with. It's a, it's a treat. Yeah. Yeah. Working with a team on Vast Error has been probably one of the biggest delights in my life, uh, partially just because uh, they can cover my ass when I don't know what the fuck I'm doing, which, to be fair, is a lot. I have a very one-track mind, and I'm a writer. Uh, I can draw sometimes, but like without this whole team, like Vast Error basically wouldn't be able to happen like at all, because there's just so much that me and Heather just sorry don't know what to do on this thing like i can't make music i can't animate i can't yeah. time things correctly i can just plan things i can direct things and i can write things so the team is needed and i guess we've just gotten really fucking lucky that the people that we've decided to work with are pretty much the best there is for a kind of project like this yeah um i think that my life changed a lot when I started working with the groups. Um, writing is such an isolating experience, uh, even if you are working with a group, that I think that it it really, like, is enriching uh, in a bunch of different ways to, like, work on the team the way that you guys do and the way that I do. Well, like, lots of people who are like, what happened? What the fuck? <laughs> Yeah, that that that's to be expected. You'll see. And um, okay, Jess uh, Follicle IRL on Twitter 
asked, what advice do you have for new content creators in the Homestuck community who want to make an impact with their fan ventures? Uh, I guess I can take the mantle on this one because, to be honest, my only advice is to be confident in the product that you're making. Uh, ensure that other people know that what you're making has value and that you have plans with it. And otherwise, like if you find someone who you feel might be interested or you might want to work with them, uh, I don't know, just hit them up. Just ask, see, show them your stuff, see if they want to join you. I've seriously gotten every single person who's ever worked on Bastera ever, regardless of whether they've read it or not, to join this team or do something for me just by going out of my way and asking them. I've very rarely ever been told no. And and that's the worst someone can do is just say no and right. then you yeah, that's it. Right. I also think I would add that it's very important that you're actually working on something that you really care about making mm -hmm. and that you would want to make it even if nobody reads it. Right. Yeah. If you aren't doing this for you, then you're not really doing it for any valuable purpose. You shouldn't be making something just for, I don't know, the, the notoriety or the clout or whatever you want to call it. And continuing to do it for you should still be like the top priority because whether or not you do get a bunch of people looking at it and reading it that like it or a bunch of people to help you with it, at the end of the day, it should be something you're proud of for yourself. And that's what really matters. Right. Yes, that's important. Um, and like what you said about going and talking to people, and I think this is true of, of really any industry or anything that you're trying to break into, um, just talking to people, making friends, like generally being cool, uh, showing that you're easy to work with. Um, I mean, the the worst thing that can happen is that somebody doesn't want to talk to you, like you said. Or somebody, you have a conversation with somebody and they're like, okay, have a nice day. And, All right. Yeah. You move on. Yeah. Um, but yeah, don't, don't be weird. <laughs> yeah. Please, yeah, please yeah. don't please be, don't be weird, weird if you ask. Going to talk to people doesn't mean pester them until they do it. Right. <laughs> I mean, like, read the room. I think it's cool to, like, when you go to someone, don't have the first thing that you say to them be like hey you want to do something for me or like mm -hmm. yeah I, I think the first thing is like hello i like your stuff what's up um yeah. let's talk about things but that's like general like friend advice <laughs> be cool you're not you're never gonna get like a job doing something where if you just like show up there wearing like your tacky like business suit with your like khakis or whatever and you go up to the manager and you're like forcefully like shake their hand give them a kiss on the cheek and be like please and and, and that's it <laughs> yeah i mean like i don't know it is sort of fucked up that like in society like if you can tell that somebody really wants a thing like especially like a job you're like oh don't give it to them they want it too bad which is like kind of fucked up if you think about it um but you know capitalism mm -hmm. but like yeah it's um yeah you you just gotta do shit for you and uh and it'll pay off in a bunch of different like it you know might pay off with meeting someone that you want to make stuff with a lot or you just make one thing or you and also like the first thing you make is not gonna be that good <laughs> like 
in general. Typically, yeah. Yeah, I've got... It's a process. Yeah. I didn't make anything good until I was like 25, so... <laughs> um... Yeah, Vast Error is the first good thing that I've ever made, and even then, that's arguable, according to sources. <laughs> sources say. Well, right, and I mean, like, not everybody's gonna like the thing you make, too, and that's fine, because everyone has a right to their own opinion. Yeah, even if it's wrong. <laughs> yeah, even if, like, I don't know, I'll have people on Twitter who come to me, they're like, I hated this thing, and I'm like, alright, have a nice day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, that's fine. Yeah, everything, it's not, you know, everything's not for everybody. Anyway, um, let me see if there's any more questions. Um, did, uh, and the back to undergo, oh, this is from August on Twitter. I am very good at this, guys. Did you know? <laughs> um, did end of act two undergo any serious rewrites or editing down because you realized there's too much you wanted to include but couldn't make it work? No. Yeah. Because, I mean, we had it. With having the song prepared ahead of time, specifically with what we wanted in mind, like the song was made to fit everything we wanted into it, so it was kind of just ready to go. Yeah, like we had, like the flash wasn't immediately filled out at first. It was like I think the first thing that we did was just like okay, so we wanted to go like uh, Elsie, uh, Taz, and we basically blocked it out by like character themes and ideas, and just like very general, like short, like one or two word fragments about what they would be doing in that scene, and then uh, PN crafted the music for what we were looking for there and then we just sort of expanded it as it went and because of that we didn't really have much room to change things but like in a good way because we already sort of knew what we were looking for in the first place it was just a matter of making all the pieces fit together yeah I um don't have like I, I don't know like thinking of how like putting music to images and then i mean we've all made it we've all made fan vids in our day oh yeah you know you take fucking sweet jonas brother song you put it to a full metal alchemist you know are you saying that you have like a year 3000 fma brotherhood <laughs> video on your hard drive somewhere uh i might i could not tell you what a single jonas brother song is that, that is literally just the first band that came to my mind <laughs> did they yeah, say that one's about a classic do they sing the song about like you don't know you're beautiful and that what that's what makes you beautiful or is that One Direction? That's One Direction. Fuck. There's also uh on the topic of like licensed uh show bands, there's Big Time Rush, which was a Nickelodeon band. Oh, I know uh, Big Time Rush. Yeah, yeah. Jonas Brothers was the original though, and then there was there was like Year 3000. I think they got their start in like 2006 because they had like a cover of Poor Unfortunate Souls. Yeah. yeah. Oh boy. That was on like a Disney pop rock covers album. And the reason I remember this is because there was, they had like a video about it, like by a pool. And I remember specifically like in that music video, there's like a kid that gets decked with a fucking beach ball. <laughs> hmm. I'm pretty sure that Big Time Rush is like from near where I grew up. I don't know why I, my brain thinks that. Are they still together? I have no fucking idea. I well, have someone not, needs we ha to know. We haven't talked in a while. 
<laughs> bro, bro, call up, bro, call up BTR. I need to get a, I need to get some insight onto that reunion concert. <laughs> BTR. It's, it's all yeah. of our connections. Aisha can provide us with Big Time Rush, and we provide the My Chemical Romance. No, I think I think Big Time Rush is what's gonna get us to My Chemical Romance. There's no way uh lead BTR guy doesn't know Gerard Way. They they both tried to do things for Nickelodeon. We gotta get Andrew to call up BTS for us and uh, get get them to you know come be part of the the team. I've still never heard a single BTS song. God damn it! Sorry, uh, me neither. All right, well, like, is it really that good? Like, I mean, really? It's good. It's good, solid pop music. Um, I think that mostly they're that they're so famous because of the thirst factor. Yeah, uh, I see. They're very good-looking young men. Uh. They they take very good care of themselves. Actually, I don't. That's probably not true. <laughs> uh, they <laughs> don't sleep very much and barely eat. Thanks, K-pop. Anyway, uh, I, I'll. Are you in my server, Austin? I'll make you I go into in the. Server. I'll make you go into the boy channel. There's literally just a boys channel. Yeah, uh, I've seen the boys channel. I have not like traversed the boys channel. Uh, I thought it was like a. You know, me like and, an uninhabitable zone. You and the me and the boys cracking open a cold one. <laughs> Is there a Waffle House in the boys channel by any chance? I mean, yes, we have a Waffle House right in the boys channel. Okay, <laughs> because that's how I know that like I can occupy a channel space because Waffle Houses are how you know that it's like a habitable zone. Yeah, one of the people in my server was like, "Oh, can we make a girls channel?" And I was like, "No, no, no, you you can put girls in the boys channel." And they were like. Why do you call it the boy channel, though? I was like, I don't know. It's like an energy. Like, you you just yeah, like, know when something, when something belongs in the boys channel, you just know. <laughs> you get, like, even this if primal it's a, urge. Yeah, even if it's, like, girls, you just know. <laughs> Enough about my channels. Um, all right, let's see if there's any more questions that are not garbage no i'm just kidding you guys do not ask garbage questions you just ask the same thing again and again <laughs> <laughs> it's fine on a scale from elsie to arc jack how confident were you before you were launched that people would like it and this is aeonic maiden on discord i'm not sure which end of the spectrum those actually are but i'm gonna say very okay i think yeah. that is our I, I feel like arc jack is like has no confidence and yeah. lcv's maybe okay. overconfident but i don't think i would describe and her that way no no lc's got a lot of like underlying insecurities too like one of the first conversations we see with her at least with arcjack she's like hmm am i likable <laughs> uh yeah it's like why does that fish boy hate me so much yeah and then arcjack's like none of us are likable bitch let's get you some fruit yeah <laughs> <laughs> We're homestuck characters. We're all garbage. I think Arcjack's been like slowly but surely getting his groove back since uh, S engage. He he, his character arc, if you will, has uh, been slowly but surely uh, making the rounds. He he even smiles now. He he's, smiles now. He's yeah, the he snake messiah. Yeah, the Jesus symbolism for breath players is just never ending. Yeah, I liked that fucking like crucified devil that Osseus like knocked over yeah our big yeah. end of Evangelion reference that we had to shoehorn in that kicked ass though like I don't know I this is like a wild tangent but I've been watching this sort of like edgy fairy tale show on Amazon 
called Carnival Row. And there's, like, a religion in it that's, like, they worship something called the Martyr. And they are, um, their, like, religious symbolism is just, like, a bot, like, a hanged body. Like, a guy hanging from the neck, a rope from his neck. And it's, like, everywhere. And I'm like, wow, this is really disturbing. And then I just think about, like, crucifixes, and I'm like, god damn it. Yeah. I'm just, like, so used to seeing some fucking dude nailed to a cross and just being like, oh, normal. We're all having a normal one out here with that giant human T-posing on the, uh, on the cross. Sorry. Yeah. I just... Pretty fucked up. That that fucks me up, guys. (laughs) The world's pretty fucked up. It, It is. Yeah, sorry. I, I've, like, literally never read the Bible in my life. I could probably barely tell you why Jesus was even put on the cross. Something, something. Uh, but dying. you've fucking seen, you've seen crucifixes, right? I have it, seen crucifixes. It's so, so heavily integrated into our society. Okay, wait, yeah. okay, wait, life. let's go back. You don't know why they crucified Jesus? <laughs> no, uh, I, I'm of the... Ev- I'm of the opinion that Jesus just went on there. He was just like, hey, dude, I can't feel any pain. Why don't you just, like, put me up here and uh, let me bask in the sun for a bit. I need to get a tan on. Jesus is just vibing. (laughs) Bro, he's just chilling over there. Yeah, like, what the fuck? God. Wow, I I wish I did not know everything about church. I went to church when I was younger, but I sure as fuck didn't pay attention in it. I was a little hell goblin in there, and they, like like when they did like the chimes and shit near the end like uh we we had this guy in our mass uh i went to a catholic school called little flower elementary and they uh like there was this part where like the priest or whatever he like takes uh, like the bread the skin of christ or whatever it is he like (laughs) holds it up to the ceiling and i do not remember a single word that this man says i'm pretty sure he just went like yeah i um probably could say the entire catholic mass along with the priest um even though i have not been to mass in about 15 years i just i was raised by an extremely catholic mother and it's weird because like it's one of the things that i just assume everybody knows even though obviously not everybody was raised catholic but i was like I was like, oh, yeah, all of this shit. And everyone's, like, looking at me like I'm insane. I was like, oh, right, you weren't, uh, you weren't, uh, the things that happened to me did not happen to you. (laughs) Like, I've never, I've never cracked open the Bible in my life. That text is way too fucking small. The Bible's actually pretty metal. Um, like, it's a, it's a pretty metal story. Like, especially the Old Testament and then, like, um, Revelations where the world ends and there's, like, a whore of Babylon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's there's some pretty wild shit. Yeah, it it kind of slaps. It's just a bad thing to kind of uh, base your whole worldview on. Yeah. yeah. God, like, why do I always just end up talking about Jesus every single fucking time I get on this damn show? I don't know. Do you want to talk about the lemon I gave you instead? I don't know what happened <laughs> to that lemon. I think that my girlfriend might have thrown it out. What the fuck? Cat? I know, but it, <laughs> I don't know where it went. Bro, get Cat on the show. I need to. I need to like chew her out for getting rid of my lemon. Cat is gaming. Oh well, I don't know. G- give Cat a lemon as a reminder of her sins. Okay, I will. <laughs> um, actually, one of the pictures that Sarah took at the live show, Sarah Zedig, um, is just Kate squinting into the audience and then me just smelling the lemon. <laughs> I 
looks like really good. I want that one. Almost every single picture of us is just like a reaction image. Like we're making faces like, what did that person from the internet just say to us? Yeah, I had the only like legitimate question of the entire live show and we still didn't go to the fucking olive garden we don't have all i don't think there is an olive garden here i would have gone to the nearest olive garden and i would have taken you guys i will i mean i will absolutely go to the olive garden with you like kate is anti-olive garden yeah kate and james because they're just fucking cowards they, they they fear liminal space yeah the olive Garden's pretty powerful it's got a similar energy to a cheesecake factory except like i feel like that cheesecake factory is worse really like i mean not I worse like, like i don't know factory. it just gives me a worse feeling it gives me a worse late stage okay. capitalism feeling right, i suppose like at least with olive garden you have like the kind of cushy net of it being like this like homey roman grove of sorts <laughs> <laughs> much like the homey roman empire sorry that was yes a terrible <laughs> terrible joke yeah bro they got like the guards at the door or whatever like i think uh i met a guy there is Spartacus, which is a completely, which is a completely separate place. Spartacus. Okay, first of all, Spartacus is a dude. Yes. Uh, Sparta is in Greece. Yeah, that's why I said it's a completely separate place. (laughs) I will never (laughs) learn shit about history. God. I will never know things. I will never change. I will never improve. That is a promise. Yeah. As as. My girlfriend and I say to each other, I'm too pretty to read. How about uh, Sin's question from Discord? How did you get into animation in the first place, Heather? Oh, I'm, uh, I don't animate, actually, like, at all. This, doing the storyboard for this one was probably one of the bigger things I've done. Like, on a, obviously, earlier Flashes and Vast Error did, um... I did a lot of art for that, but even still, I haven't ever once been the one to put it together and, like, actually animate it. Like, the most I've done is some of the GIF panels. I I don't know how to animate. <laughs> yeah, uh, neither do I, bro. Yeah. I always, like... Kate, uh, Kat always describes like real basic animation shit to me and I can just see on their face I'm like this is a really dumb question I'm asking and they're like yes mm-hmm. I'm like that's fine that's alright yeah. like I know a decent bit about animation just because uh, there was a point in my life where I wanted to be an animator uh, I used to be into this old webtoon uh, called Ed's World and it made me want to get like really into flash animation back in the day so I learned up about like a few basic things just on top of like uh some techniques and various other little tiny tidbits but i don't think i could ever actually put it into practice yeah yeah it's always like when i sit down to like i'm starting like an interview podcast kind of and i did my first interview today and now i have to like edit the the audio and i'm like oh fuck i don't even know how to use this like audacity what the fuck what are these buttons time to go to youtube uh, well, I've, I mean, if you need someone to help you with Audacity, I know how to fuck with that because I have to master the Vast Error albums. Oh yeah. Well, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna ask YouTube, and then uh, if YouTube fails me, I can ask you. Okay, it works. Um. Anyway, let's see. Sarah can edit out all of my trying to find things. Hi, Sarah here. Just wanted to uh, jump in really quick and um, be passive aggressive. 
Okay, here's a flop on Discord. How have the fans been doing with regards to predictions for both The Flash and the future of VE? Has anybody, like, guessed shit correctly? There have been a few people who I think have gotten pretty close. There, I don't think there's been too, too much that's been right on the money, but, like, that's totally fine. Like, I don't expect people to 100% ever know what we're doing. As far as the Flash goes, I mean, we got a bunch of fucking responses that were just like, hmm, Elsie enters, or something that is equally true, like, hmm, so forget iPad, and it's like, oh yeah, no, that's correct. You got that. <laughs> Does she have an iPad? She has, she technically has more of, like, a Kindle kind of thing, but I would think it would be really funny if she got iPad. Yeah. Well, I mean, we can hold out for that. Yeah, Sova is very cute. I was glad to see more of her. Yeah, no, she she's going to continue to do things, and, and for those of you who don't know, uh, Sova is not Jentha. She's the red one. <laughs> yes, she's the red one who uh, does things relating to theater and has terrible, terrible PTSD. <laughs> Classic. Theater and PTSD. Yeah, high school. Yeah, goes hand in hand. Yeah. Well, I think that might be our show. Wow, really? Do we have, like, do we have, like, some kind of big bang that we should leave this off on? Uh, I mean, if you got something, like, fucking go ahead and bang. Um, God, let me think of something that's, like, good enough to drop on the podcast that's, uh, I don't know. I guess I've technically, I guess I've technically already kind of confirmed this on Twitter, but, uh, Dead Shuffler's intermission soon? Oh, boy. Oh, God. And that's our show, folks! You can find us on Overcast, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, and more, and at pgenpod.com, or at pgenpod on Twitter. And uh, pgenpod will be live from Staten Island in New York City on December 5th with uh, Kate, Optimistic Duelist, and Gumi. Um, I will also be there, but I will just be straight chillin' in the audience. Um, you can RSVP at pgenpod.com slash live. The music for the show was by somebody that we don't know yet. Uh, oh, because... can I? Yes, can go I ahead. the music? Yes. Uh, the, uh, for, our outro is, uh, Year 3000 by the Jonas Brothers. Cool, 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 cool. And, um, our intro music is, um, uh, Iwa Wotai Dorm from Persona 3. There we go. Hi, Sarah again. Just wanted to jump in really quick. Unfortunately, we were not able to get either uh, the James Brothers or the um, Person game music. I don't. I honestly have no idea what they were talking about. Uh, so the actual music that we were using was uh, the perfectly generic theme by Gumi, president for life of the perfectly generic podcast music team, Gumi. And uh, yeah, anyway, back to the end of the podcast. And you can support this show at uh, patreon.com slash pgenpod and patrons get access to over 13 bonus episodes and counting on intermission. Uh, your support is shared equitably and everyone who makes each... Uh... Why? All right, so there's, there's a grammatical mistake here. This one's not my fault, folks. Um, at the end of the show, we like to thank our Skylark tier patrons for their support. So I'm going to say a lot of names here. So, you know, pop a Diet Coke or something. 
I'm listening intently. Max May, Isaac Chapman, Yowitz Crow, Jay Logan, Conduit of Queerness, Mage of Life. Which is one name, altogether. Uh, Rose Riordan, Captain Loveless, Zack, Bucky Grant, Yo Yonsef, J.R. Hyde, X-Teen, Risk Communism, Carmen, Krista, Tinkerbell, Jacob King, Finn Hickey, Paravalex, Hare, <laughs> Ginger Slap Notion, Jamie Toombs, Luke Beeman, Taylor Dirks, Danny Lalanders, Locri, BQ, Dervich B, Ghostrali, Alexander Strider, Serena Game Girl McCarthy, Gripping Traverse, and Nat the Moth Prophet. Uh, next week on PGen Pod, I don't fucking know what we're doing. Stay tuned to find this out. This weekend at Vac 2. Next week, who knows? Next weekend, the world. Um, so you can find me, Aishu Farah, uh, on Twitter. At Aishu Farah, I have a website, which is aishufara.com. You can find my work on various What Pumpkin products, you know. Uh, Austin, where can people find you? Uh, you can read Vastera at deconreconstruction.com. You can find me at Vastera, or if you want my personal Twitter, uh, I'm at Avstinato, which is just Austinato with a V, because someone took my real name, and I'm going to hunt them down. But no, now you're just very medieval. Like, Shavirtus. Avstinato, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Sir Avstinato of... Badland. Exactly. What about you, Heather? Uh, I can be found uh, at Eliora Spar on Twitter. So, uh, thank you guys for uh, coming on and uh, letting me kind of babble my way through hosting. I uh, had a good time. Yeah, me too. Thank yeah. you all so much for listening, and we will see you next week. Goodbye. Goodbye.